Good morning to you, everyone listening to me. It's another Sabbath. It's another Sunday this morning. Uh, what I've come to do again this morning is to bring the Word of God life to you. Like I said last week, I began um, every Sunday morning exhortation as, as directed by the Lord. So today is the second of its kind. So, like I said last week, that the essence of um, this early morning Sunday exhortation or early Sunday morning exhortation is that we may be able to fit in alignment with what God is doing at this point in time and so that we can understand the essence of the will of God for our lives at this point in time. So, like I said, that this is a period whereby God is currently numbering people. Yeah. I said that post-COVID period, there's going to be an emergence of new sons of order in the body of Christ. That's what God is doing at this point. So, and this is the reason we must be kept abreast of the essence of God's will at this point in time and the things that God is doing currently. So that's the essence of this um, uh, exhortation. And then so that we can also get to understand certain things even though we are not i know everybody has missed the church we've missed the fellowship and all of those things so this is another platform god has raised for us so that it could reach out to ourselves so last week we began the series on intimacy with god that's the first one last week sunday intimacy with god and then we talked about the story of um enoch how enoch walked with god how enoch walked in, with god in the book of Genesis chapter 5 verse 21 to 24 the Bible says that at the age of 65 Enoch gave birth and then for 300 years Enoch walked with God and the Bible says that he walked with God for 300 years and God took him away so by fellowship by intimacy Enoch entered a dimension in God that God took him away so that's just a, um, a sourcing view of what we discussed last week before we talk about what we have this morning, I would like us to just pray for a while. Father, we thank you. We give you the praise. We give you the glory. You don't appreciate the Lord. Thank you. Lord, we thank you. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Father, we worship you. We thank you. Thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for yet another privilege to study at your feet. Lord, we worship you. We glorify your name, O God. Hallowed be thy name, O God. Thank you, Father. The Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light and understanding to the simple. The Bible also says that the word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Father, we pray by the essence of your word this morning. Show us your path in the name of Jesus. Let your, let your word shine, shine the light, your whole light. Let it shine upon our path by the essence of your word. Lord, let every form of confusion be lifted from our lives. Let every form of darkness, oh God, by the reason of your word, be lifted over, be lifted from our destinies in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray 
I declare this morning, let the gates of every heart be lifted. In the name of Jesus, let the gates of every heart be lifted. Lord, let your word penetrate every heart. The Bible says that the Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, that the word of the Lord is living and powerful, living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit both marrow and joint and it is the discern of the thought and the intent of the heart lord i pray this morning by the power of your word lord we declare let your word penetrate our heart thank you father let understanding come let wisdom come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. God, I pray by the power of your word this morning, every altar that is becoming cold, I declare that your fire will begin to burn in the name of Jesus. Fresh fire from the throne of grace, I declare that every altar that is already cold, every altar of intimacy that is cold, I declare this morning by the reason of your word, let every altar be ignited in the name of Jesus. Let people come back to the place of fellowship. Everyone whose zeal for you is already waxing cold. Father, we declare in the name of Jesus, let the zeal of people be restored. The Bible says that <laughs> blessed are they that, that test and hunger for righteousness sake, for they shall be filled. Lord, for as many that are hungry for you, for as many that are thirsty for you, Lord, I pray that you will feed them up this morning. Thank you, Father. Let your word come alive in the name of Jesus. Blessed be the holy name in Jesus' precious name. We have prayed. God bless you. All right, so let's go into what we have shortly. For the, as you know, like I said last week, that it's just an exhortation for us every Sunday. So last week, Sunday, we talked about how Enoch walked with God. And I said that among the people that we have in the Bible that, that experienced, that did not experience death, I talked about Elijah and I talked about Enoch. Enoch, by the reason of fellowship, Enoch didn't see death. By the reason of fellowship, he did not see. The Bible says he walked with God for 300 years and God took him. So this, this morning, what we want to do is to proceed. Like I said, that this series may span for three weeks or four weeks as the Lord will have it. So but I pray that the Lord will open the eyes of our understanding in the name of Jesus. All right, this morning, let's go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1. The Bible says, God is faithful by whom ye were called unto fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. The Bible says, God is faithful by whom ye were called so every one of us has been called into fellowship last week i talked about the fact that after adam and eve sinned genesis chapter 3 verse 8 the bible says and the, vo the voice of the lord came and was walking in the garden of eden i said that god desire he desires to work with people god desires to work with you check through the scriptures you see a lot of um, examples where god walked with men and it is the desire of god to work with every one of us that's why when you check through the scriptures you see a lot of examples where god walked with men god walked with elijah god walked with david god walked with moses god walked with so many of them 
so the bible says in the book of genesis chapter 3 verse 8 after they ate the forbidden fruits the bible says the voice of the lord came in the garden and the voice of god was walking and i was asking a question how is it possible that a voice would walk now the voice of god is the personality of god the bible says that the voice of the lord walked upon many waters the voice of god divided the wilderness of kadesh so the voice of god is the person of god the voice of god is the person of god so the voice of god came now i said the, the adam and eve could decipher the voice of god because they had intimacy with god so if not because they had intimacy with god they would not have known that it was the voice of god but the bible says after they ate the fruit genesis chapter 3 verse 8 god came for them and the voice of god was walking in the garden how does a voice work the voice could work because the voice was god himself god came for intimacy but they keep they eat themselves why because they were disobedient praise god now i like to say to you this morning that the voice of god is in search of you god is not lost i know but the voice of god is looking for you in the place of intimacy a lot of people a lot of christians i said last week they've been lost in the place of fellowship when when god looks for you doesn't see you in the place of fellowship the place of fellowship is the place where you you share koinonia i said koinonia is intimacy joint partnership that's what the word koinonia is so the place of fellowship is the place where you do koinonia you do joint participation with the lord but a lot of people have because of the um the vicissitude of life a lot of people have left their place of intimacy i said we are in the generation bible says this is the generation of those that seek him that seek the lord we are in a generation whereby people talk so much about god they, they talk so much about but we experience little of god the reason it's like that is because a lot of people they lack intimacy with god when you when you lack intimacy what you only have is you will only talk from now to tomorrow you don't we not have results so because of the the kind of life that we have found ourselves a lot of people they talk so much about fellowship i said last week that one of the topics that when you go to on, on a sunday morning if you do a survey of the topics that have been taught on a sunday morning one of the things one of the topics that will be very very consistent on a sunday morning when if you do adventure somebody does a survey one of the topics that you will see or that you experience or that you find that will be very very common is the topic of intimacy and fellowship with god another one is the topic of love but another one is prayer now i said something that it is it saddens my heart that these topics that we talk the most about we do them the least <laughs> praise god we do them the least so what god desires to do with this topic is with this series is he desires to bring all of us back to the place of fellowship to the place of koinonia the place of intimacy the place of joint partnership i also explained last week that god created adam and eve he created adam and put him in the garden the, the essence of the creation of god or the essence of adam's creation or the essence of why god created adam and put him in the garden was for fellowship now but god also told adam to have dominion that's one of the mandate god gave to adam he said he should have dominion and replenish the earth but i said that adam was not going to be able to have dominion and to do all of those things that god had told him to do if he was not in consistent communication with god if he was not in partnership with god if he was not in fellowship with god he could not do those things as long as he missed it in the place of fellowship in the dominion mandate that god gave adam adam was not going to be successful so that's the reason a lot of people have been struggling with so many things in their lives today now but they 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 seem to not understand why 
things are happening like that. They seem to not understand the problems that have come up in their lives. They don't understand the essence of fellowship and the essence of intimacy. They do not understand that the reason God created us is for us to stay in consistent fellowship with him so when we stay in consistent fellowship with the lord that is when our dominion mandate because what god seeks when god when jesus christ was praying when he was praying and then he was praying at the lord's prayer, he said, our father hallowed be thy name thy keep thy will be done and thy kingdom come now the kingdom of god is supposed to be established upon the surface of the earth I like you know that our theme for this then is the emergence of kingdom ambassadors so what god seeks to do is that he wants to god resides in heaven and he wants to reign he wants to bring his rulership from heaven down to the earth and the way he's going to do that is that he's going to do that through men and women who are, who are going to stand as ambassadors do you understand what i'm saying so but we cannot function effectively as kingdom emissaries or kingdom functionaries if we do not remain in consistent fellowship with the lord so when i when it when i talk about fellowship i mean in the place of prayer in the place of prayer in the place of study of the word and obedience i talked about the three um component of the apostolic apparatuses the obedience to god's word the prayer and then the study of the word of God. Those are the three complete apostolic apparatus. The disciples said, but we will give ourselves continually to the ministry of prayer. To say we'll give ourselves continuously to prayer and the ministry of the word. We will give ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. So those two things are part of the apostolic apparatus. And the third one is obedience to God's instruction. These three things they make up your fellowship with the Lord. Do you understand what I'm saying? I pray God will grant us understanding in the name of Jesus. So that is basically what fellowship is about. So what God desires for us is that we work intimately with Him. We work passionately with Him. You seek to come to His presence. David, we have an account of David in the, in the, in the Bible. David said, ten times I come before you daily. So when you see in the Bible that God calls David a man after his own heart, it was not because David was a perfect man. David wasn't perfect, but his heart was right with God. David was always longing. That's why David would pray every time that God search my heart, whether there be any evil in me. God search my heart. That is a that is a tone of intimacy and fellowship. David was a man that longed to see God every time. Now, let's look at another account of um, David. We looked at the scripture last week, Psalm 63, verse 1 to 3. Psalm 63. Come with me in the book of Psalm 63. Now, I said, I talked about David, and David said, Now, to God, I mean, O God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. I talked about the fact that when you wake up in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, make it a habit of praying to the Lord, make it a habit of waking up in the morning and then singing to the lord worshiping in the spirit appreciate him thank him fellowship with the lord now i said something last week that when we talk about fellowship fellow fellowship is not um is not the time that you go and bring 100 prayer points you know if you look at some people's prayer points when they are praying like they, are, they have a shopping list that they want to give to god so that is not what fellowship fellowship is not about coming to ask God for bread and wine all those things are good but actually the essence of fellowship is that you do koinonia you do participation you, you worship the Lord God speaks to you you open your heart you talk to the father he talks to you back 
and they give you instructions, you obey. That's what fellowship is about. Now, even though I said that the essence of prayer is fellowship, I do not mean that we should not even have requests in the place of prayer because even Jesus Christ says it, as he told us in the book of, that in the Bible, different examples that I can give that where Jesus Christ talks, talks to people that they should ask whatever that they need. They should ask for the Holy Spirit. They should ask for whatever they want that God. So even in the Bible, Jesus Christ teaches us that we should ask from the Father. But what I'm saying in essence is that the place of fellowship is not the place or, or the time for fellowship is not the time that is supposed to be dominated by wounds or prayer requests or prayer or supplications. No. Fellowship is where you just go to God. You, you, lo- you long to see Him. You love Him. You, you open your heart to the Lord and then you tell Him how much you love Him. I want to spend... Bible says, the Lord God is spirit and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. You know that some people wake up early in the morning. What they do is that they go to check their WhatsApp status. Some people go to Facebook early in the morning when they're supposed to stand up and then worship the Lord and make joint participation with the Lord. That's not how to be to make fellowship with the Lord. When you wake up in the morning and the first thing that fills your heart to do is going to check your status, going to check your Instagram, going to check your uh, Facebook. Let me tell you something. If you are somebody who lacks fellowship, there is a problem with your spiritual life. Anybody, if you if you are a Christian and your fellowship life is affected, in the, let me give you an example. If a human being, if um, a human being does not eat, if doesn't cannot walk, cannot speak well, and that is what we call in medicine deviation from the normal health. That's maybe sickness or the person is, does, doesn't have a good health maybe sickness or disease or something that's what we talk about now in the same vein when you want to talk about um someone having a good spiritual life or a, a or a, a a good spiritual health one of the ways or one of the indices that you can have to check out that is how the person fellowships with the lord if somebody is a christian and does not fellowship with god that person is not a, does not have a healthy spiritual life. If your fellowship is affected, if your, if your fellowship is not consistent, if your fellowship with God is faulty, your spiritual life is not healthy. So it's, it's similar to somebody whose health, whose physical health is not appropriate. Somebody that is sick. That's what we are talking about. So somebody who is sick, who cannot eat well, who cannot talk well, who cannot, who cannot sleep. The person is physically unhealthy. So if you relate it back to your spiritual life, if you cannot consistently pray, if you cannot consistently fellowship with the Lord, there is a problem with your spiritual life. Do you understand? So I pray God will grant us strength in the name of Jesus. I pray God will strengthen us so that we can continue consistently in the place of fellowship do you know why a lot of people have um, a lot of people long to have the substance of god in themselves but it seems that maybe god doesn't answer prayer now let me tell you something most of us we mix too much with people than we mix with god do you understand i hope you got that statement most people mix so much with people than they mix with god that's why we have little of the substance of god in us so many people make let me say it again so many people mix too much with men than they mix with god that is the reason that people have little substance of god now the bible we have in 
um, the Bible, the account where Moses went to the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. And by the time he came back from the mountain, the Bible gives us an account of the fact that they, the face of Moses began to glow so much that the Israelites could not view the glory of God. So there is a dimension that you enter in God in the place of fellowship that your life will begin to radiate the glory of God. Now, I said that the reason we have so little of the substance of God in us is because we spend so little time with Him. Now, every if you want to any spirit that you want to manifest is its dimension. Any spirit that you want to manifest is its dimension. What you need to do is to give that spirit time in your life. Once you can give that spirit time in your life, the dimension of that spirit, and if you can trust that spirit, the dimension of that spirit will manifest naturally in your life. In the same vein, if you want to manifest the dimension of God in your life, when, when you learn how to give God time in your life, like what naturally the, the substance of God will begin to flow from your life, will begin to flow without, it will begin to flow out so that people can see. But the problem is that we spend so little time with God, and most of us we spend so much, so much time talking with people around us, reading so many things, and doing all, all, all sorts of un- unnecessary things. Actually, what God, or the essence of one of the major reasons God created us is that we spend time with Him and fellowship with Him. Until we learn how to fellowship with God in the place of intimacy, our lives cannot make good essence. Until we learn to fellowship with God in the place of prayer, study of the Word of God, and obedience, until we learn those things and practice them consistently, we cannot really touch the essence of God. When you look at the lives of our fathers of faith, one talk about people like Benson Daosa, one talk about people like Fred uh, Bosworth, when you talk about people like Ora Robert, talk about Smith Bosworth, talk about Ben um, Bishop David Udepo, um, Pastor Iadeboye, talk about talk about all these great men of God, Selman, Apostle Joshua Selman. When when you check through their lives, there is something that is usually consistent. They are men of fellowship. Go and check their like read their biographies. They are men that will pray. For this, by the time they stand up from where they are praying on their knees, that place there will be an imprint of their knees on that place where they prayed. This is this is a sacrifice that we must we must we must all pay. If you want to carry the substance of God in your life, you must be able to spend time with Him. I said something that Moses spent so much time with God to the point that he came down from the mountain and his face began to glow. And the children of Israel said, Don't worry, we're gonna be receiving everything from God. We will come and hear you. They could not behold the glory. He received so much of God that human beings could not relate with him. That is what we are talking about. Fellowship makes you carry the substance of God. The reason you lack the substance of God in your life is because you are not a man of fellowship. Every man of fellowship is the man of God's substance. I hope you get what I'm saying. Every man of fellowship is a man of God's substance. If you want to carry the substance of God in your life, there is a need for you to fellowship. If you don't learn how to fellowship, you cannot carry the substance of God. Forget, you can say all things, whatever that you like. You can talk from now. It's not about, there are so many people who talk. There are pastors that will come behind the pulpit and they will say, yes, you need to pray, you need to study the word of God. When you go to, to their lives, when you examine their lives personally, you find that those pastors, they, they don't even pray for 30 minutes. We are in a generation that people can talk and talk and talk. But what they are talking about, they are not even doing them. But in Zion, in the kingdom of God that we have found ourselves, the way God works with us is that he works himself into us before he can work himself out of us. God himself will work himself inside of us before we can work him out. 
if you want to work God out in your in your vicinity, if you want to work God out in your environment, what you need to do is that you allow God to work Himself inside of you. It is in the place of fellowship, in the place of koinonia, that God is able to work His substance into you. If God does not work His substance into you, you can never work God out. I am speaking to somebody this morning that go back to the place of fellowship. You have left the place of intimacy. It's not about talking. Forget it's not, anybody can pick the Bible and preach. It's not about preaching. It's about practicing what until we learn to stay in the place of fellowship and allow God to work Himself with inside of us. If we don't allow God to work Himself inside of us, we cannot work Him out. It's not about talking. I'm telling you. So many people can talk. People talk and say all sorts of, sort of things. But I'm saying to you this, mo- this morning that you must learn to stay in the place of fellowship. It is in the place of fellowship that God can work himself inside of you. I gave an instance last week and I was explaining jokingly that I, I imagine the, the relationship between um, God and Enoch. How God would come to see Enoch and then they will stroll along the streets, they will be walking together. God will say, Oh boy, are they come here today? It's a bit that gist. God will come to Enoch's house and then they will be walking together, they'll go to the stream, do all those kind of things together. And then God will even see Enoch. When they finish, God will see Enoch back to his house. But it got to one day that God enjoyed the fellowship so much that he could not allow Enoch to go back. And God said, This day I'm taking you to my own place. And that's how God took Enoch away. How does a man work with God for 300 years? So much that God, God had to take him away. Enoch, the Bible says, he walked with God. If you check some scripture, some Bible translation, they said he walked, he fellowshiped with God. Some says, some say that he walked with God in fellowship. So God took him away. God enjoyed fellowship with Enoch so much that he could not leave him here. He had to take him away. Praise God. So God is in, God is interested in your life. But you must learn to give your life to him. Apostle Paul was saying that. He said, Apostle Paul talked about the fact that his life has been given away as a drink offering to the Lord. How many of us can say that? That we have given our lives as a drink offering. We have given our lives as a sacrifice, complete sacrifice to the Lord. So what I'm saying this morning to you is that you have got to learn how to stay in the place of fellowship. God is interested in fellowship. God is interested. If you want to work out the substance of God in your life, you must remain in the place of fellowship. It's not about talking. Fellowship is remaining in the place of instruction, in the place of prayer. You just come to love the Father. You just say, Father, I've come to worship you. I've come to glorify your name. You are just there, just loving the Father, saying sweet words. Even if prayer doesn't come, just stay there and say, God, I love you sing worship songs to the Lord appreciate the name of the Lord you stay there you, before you know it God will take over praise God I understand that there are times that you will want to fellowship with God but the flesh is not just giving you <laughs> you know the flesh the flesh, the flesh also works with the spirit I understand but the fellowship is something that you need to learn when you learn it and you imbibe it as a, as a, as a habit that's where you can become used to it and you become used to it by supernatural enablement from God. I said it. Whatever that you don't give yourself to, will never give itself to you. Whatever that you do not give yourself to, will not give itself to you. If you give yourself to consistent intimacy and fellowship with the Lord, the Spirit of God will come and abide with you. The Bible says, the Lord. Now, the Bible says that God is spirit. 
and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth so if you want to worship god if you want to live a life of intimacy with god you must do so in spirit and in truth when you learn to worship god when you learn to fellowship with god when you learn to do koinonia joint participation with the lord in truth and in spirit see your life is going to turn around so what i've come to say to you this morning is the fact that you need to go back to the place of fellowship there are so many people that they've let like when god when adam and eve sinned god began to look god came and he was he was calling out to adam and then adam said i heard your voice he said and i'm afraid i, I I'm, I'm hiding myself now god I'm, I'm just hiding myself why because of sin one of the things that can deter somebody from the place of fellowship is iniquity if you're a man who is consistently struggling with iniquity you are consistently you are consistently falling into one sin or the other for one today you fall into fornication today tomorrow you lie tomorrow you steal tomorrow you backbite those things they will deter you from the place of fellowship when the voice of god came for adam and eve they eat themselves why because they sinned so one major thing that can hinder your fellowship with the lord is when you are in consistent sin it is true that once you gave your life to christ jesus christ through jesus christ god forgive you the sin that you committed in the past the, your present sin and your even the sin that you commit some even years to come god has come has forgiven all those sins but there is more there is more in god we have to learn to live beyond that that is the that is the foundational doctrine of of christianity but we must learn to live beyond the foundation and we must strive for higher things I pray God will help us in the name of Jesus. Before I round off this morning, let me just share one or two things with you before I round off. And then we're going to continue next week as God will be helping us. All right. Um, um, I trust God that he will grant us grace in the name of Jesus. Okay. I said something last week. I said that when we talk about intimacy eh, with God, intimacy with God, so many people confuse this. And I want to say it again before I round up that intimacy with God is not because you want to become a pastor or you want to begin to learn how to become a pastor's wife or you want to become a Jew. That's not the essence of intimacy. That's that's where a lot of people get it wrong. That intimacy is uh, when once I become, I'm doing intimacy with God, all those things. I'm already becoming a pastor. I'm already becoming a bishop. That's not the essence of intimacy. The essence of intimacy is because it is in God that you can find the essence of your life. In God, because God is our creator. So He is the one who can. He told Jesus before I formed thee, I even knew you. He told Jeremiah, said, Before I formed you, I knew thee. So God knows all of us. And then for us to make sense, for us to live in accordance to his will and his purpose for our lives we must learn to go back to him in the place of intimacy and fellowship so when we are talking about fellowship with god we talk about intimacy we talk about obedience to the lord we are not saying all of those things because we wish that you become a pastor of course some people become pastors some people become reverends some people become bishops but that's not what god wants everybody if there's a teaching like there's a say if there's a doctrine like that that the essence of intimacy, the essence of fellowship with God is, the, is to the end that people may become pastors and that's a very, very 
wrong teaching. It's a wrong doctrine. It's never, you can't find this in the word of God. That's not the essence of intimacy. The essence of intimacy is because God desires that we become intimate with him. God, God desired, he desired to have fellowship with people like him. That's why the Bible says God created man in his own image. So that's what God desired. And God still desires that. He wants to fellowship with God. He wants to remain intimate with us so that we can, we can share the substance of him. With him so and then by the time we remain in the place of fellowship with god i said something last week that as as um, kingdom ambassadors that we are the way we live is that we live from above to the earth we live from above to the earth let me explain that the what i'm saying is, is that as you connect to god above you connect to him above as you connect to him you receive of his substance so as you receive of the substance of God in the place of intimacy, then you can share the substance of God that you receive. You can share it here on the earth. Praise God. By the reason of the encounter that God had with Moses. Now, the children of Israel, they were in bondage for years. And then because the Bible says that God had the groaning of the children of Israel. And because of that, God raised Moses. Now, God met with Moses. And one man, the Bible says that God turned Moses into a god to Pharaoh. God, Moses, God turned Moses to a god unto Pharaoh. Now, because God met with a man, it transformed his life. And then he used a single man to deliver the, the children of Israel from the land of bondage. So when God meets with you, he releases of his substance upon your life. So when God releases of his substance upon your life, then you can take of his substance and share it with people around. That's how to be a kingdom ambassador. Do you understand? That's how to be a kingdom emissary. That's how to be a kingdom functionary. You receive of the substance of God and you can, you can, also, you can also release the substance on earth here and then by so doing, you permit the kingdom of God, the rulership of God on the earth, and the will of God is done here on the earth because of a man. That's the essence of fellowship and intimacy with God. You become a channel, you become a portal, you become a conduit through which God performs his counsels, through which God performs his will on the earth. That is the essence of intimacy and fellowship with God. I pray God will help us. And then lastly, let's look at the book of Psalms. One as we close for this morning, I hope you are enjoying God. Uh, let's look at um, someone. Bible says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the love of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate. Now, Bible says, But his delight, his delight is in the law of the Lord. Now, a man whose delight is in the law of the Lord. Now look at this. He says, and in his law does he meditate day and night. That is a man of fellowship. A man whose delight is always in the instructions of God. And he meditates in it day and night consistently. He, he desires and he longs to do the will of the Father. That he gets in the place of fellowship. That is the man of intimacy. A man of fellowship. And now the Bible now says that, and it shall be now if you are a man of fellowship there is no way your life will not will not produce fruits there is no way go and check through is check through the issue of extending check through even check around you let's use our contemporary um, life check people that are really really men of fellowship i'm not talking about people that will come down the pulpit and say things that they are not doing no people that they are really really doing what they are saying check their lives there will be something that will be unique about their lives because their lives will produce fruits that you may fruit that you will not find in 
people that you not find in common people. Men of fellowship are not, and they are not common men. They are uncommon men. That's why Moses, because of one man, God will deliver the children of Israel because he raised one man. Praise God. Now, God called David a man after his own heart. Why? David was a man of fellowship. So now, look at verse 3. It now says, That man shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in a season. If you are a man of fellowship, this will be your testimony. You shall be like a river of water. That, that you shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water and you will bring forth your fruit in your season and your leaf shall not wither. Your life will not lack results. It's not possible. I'm beginning to enter into the essence of intimacy. I'm going to stop here for today. By, by next week, we're going to continue and then we'll, we'll, we'll plunge into um, the essence of intimacy. And I'll begin to ex- um, expand some things to you. The essence of intimacy, the essence of fellowship. When you fellowship with God, the things that God will do in your life and the, th- your, the benefit of fellowship. When we talk about fellowship, fellowship is something that we don't go to the place of fellowship because of the benefit that we have there. No, that's not the essence of fellowship. We go to the place of fellowship with God because we love the Lord, because we love the Father. I want to express that love. Bible says, What manner of love is this that, that Christ died for us? What manner of life, what manner of love is this? What manner of love is, is this? Praise God. So, God, Bible says, even while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. What manner of God? What manner of love is that we should be called the sons of God? What manner of love is this that we should be called the sons of God? The Bible says that even while we are yet we are dead in sin, Christ died for us. Christ, God Himself, or Christ, the Godhead, loved us first before we loved them. The God. Love us first before we, we actually love them or we love them. Now, God loved us first before we love God. God does not love us because we love Him first. No, God loves us because of the love of God. We that he, because of the love that He has extended to us, we are able to love Him. Do you understand? So we go to the place of fellowship because of the love that we have for the Father, not because of the benefit that we find in the place of intimacy. Now, so but if you are a man of fellowship, there is no way that your life will not produce results. No. Your life will produce tangible results. And then men can glorify, men will see your good works and then they will glorify your Father which is in heaven. Praise the Lord. Alright, let us read as we round off for today. And it shall be like a tree, like a tree planted by the rivers of, of, um, of water that bringeth forth its fruit in the season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever I do it shall prosper. Verse 4. Now, the Bible now talks about the way of the ungodly. It said, The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Okay, my um, emphasis here is that you see a man that meditates in the law of the Lord day and night. That's why um, the voice of the Lord came to Joshua in the book of Joshua, chapter 1, verse 8. It says that this book of the Lord shall not depart from your mouth. He said, Thou shalt observe to do according to all that is written therein. You shall meditate in it day and night. Then shalt thou make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have a good success. Praise God. That's what God is saying to us. Every man of fellowship is a man of results. Every man of fellowship is a man of fruitfulness. You cannot be a man of fellowship and your life will lack fruit. It is because there's something wrong with the fellowship. Probably you are not doing it well. Probably you are not even doing fellowship. You are just going to the presence of God to go and ask for bread and wine. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, 
as I end off today, what I like to tell you this morning is that you need to go back to the place of fellowship. The voice of God is in search of you. The voice of God is in search of you. The Lord is calling unto you, Abiola. Where are you in the place of fellowship? Taye, where are you in the place of fellowship? Abraham, where are you in the place of fellowship? God is calling you in the place of God is calling out to you. Kendi, where are you in the place of fellowship? Aduragbe, where are you in the place of fellowship? God is calling out to His people. He, he, he longs to see us in the place of fellowship. So that's the essence of what God has brought to us through this series. I, I, I'm going to tell you that you, you, you've got to um, try to be able to cope with this season in fact this season is a season that we should plunk ourselves into deeper fellowship not a season for us to laze around so many things are happening around the world i mean the global world i understand but i'm telling you that a lot of people one of the things god spoke to me at the beginning of this pandemic is that is that he's raising men across territories in this nation he's raising men that he said in the body of christ is going to there's going to be an emergence of the of the new sons of order sons of order will emerge after the after the um, this after the closure of this period sons of order will emerge sons of order are sons of intimacy they are sons of fellowship they are not sons who are always asking for bread and wine do you understand so god is currently numbering god is raising an army god is currently raising an army so for as many that are that can remain in the place of intimacy in the place of obedience to god and to God's instructions, and then for as many that can meditate in the law of God day and night, for as many that can obey and remain consistently in the place of fellowship and declare their love to the Father, those are the people that God is currently numbering in His army. And I said something last week that God will rather not send any man to the place of battle than send a man that is not prepared. <laughs> God will rather not send any man to the place of battle than send a man that is not prepared. So God cannot send you if you are not prepared, He cannot number you. You can stay there for 100, 100 years and then you, are, you keep hoping. Yes, I'm sure by the next three years, things will begin to happen. You will stay there for like 50 years. Nothing will happen. In fact, you grow gray hair and you don't have results. Why? Because you have not followed consistently what the pattern is. There's a pattern through which you can get results in the, in the, in the, in the kingdom of God that we have found out. There's, there's a pattern. There's a pattern, but Jesus Christ has given us the pattern in the word of god the word of god is our manual is everything that we that we need for life and godliness everything is found in the world so you go back to the place of the world go back to the place of fellowship go back to the place of obedience to god as some people listen to me god gave you certain instructions and currently you have deviated from them the lord is telling, you, telling me now to tell you this morning that you should go back to the path of instruction that he gave to you i pray the lord will help us in the name of jesus god bless you i hope you have been blessed by the exhortation uh i trust the lord to to open his word to us more and more so that we can come into an appropriate understanding of what he's doing and what he seeks to do in our lives at this point in time pray god strengthen us in the name of jesus all right let's just take one or two worship songs to appreciate the lord and then i pray for you and then we round off Blessed be the name of the Lord, who is worthy to be praised and adored. And so we lift up holy hands in one accord, singing, Blessed be the name, hallelujah. Blessed be the name, oh, blessed be the name of the Lord, glorious God. 
beautiful king excellent god we bow before your throne glorious god beautiful king excellent god we bow before your throne we bow before your throne to worship at your feet we bow before your throne you are the glorious god father we thank you lord i pray for your people that you will strengthen them in the name of jesus for as many who have been struggling so much to remain consistent between the place of fellowship but everything has proven fruitless lord i pray by mercy by grace you will restore them to the place of fellowship i pray for everyone listening to me this morning by the power of god's word i declare to you this morning that everything that um, struggles everything that contends with the place with the place of god in your heart Whatever that contains, when you wake up in the morning and the first thing you check is your status, the first thing you check is your Facebook account, you don't know that your phone is already taking the place of God in your heart and it's already become like an idol to you. It's already taking the place of God in your heart. I pray for you, everything contending with the place of God in your heart. If you wake up and the first thing you are thinking about is your babe, you are thinking about your, your figure eight babe, you are thinking about your, your fiancé that is broad-chested and tall. Eh? I'm sorry for you because... He's already taking the place of God. You are already, you are already doing idolatry, in case you don't know. So, but I pray for everyone, Lord, that you will renew, that you will make the love of people work stronger for you in the name of Jesus. Everyone whose love for you is already waxing cold by the mercies of God. I pray this day in the name of Jesus that you will make your love to work stronger in people's hearts in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the power of your word. We give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the honor. Thank you for Shokon UI chapter. We thank you for where you have come with us. We thank you, oh God, even the cause of this um, global pandemic. Father, we worship your name because you have kept us by the reason of your covenant. We declare that your name alone be glorified. Hallowed be the name of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the holy name. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Amen. 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 God bless you. Um, listen to this over and over throughout the day and even afterwards and make sure that you share with people who are not online currently that are fellowship people share with them let them listen and people that are around you that are not online share with them so that they can listen to this and then so that they can be blessed and then what god seeks to do in our lives can be established god bless you i love you all have a blissful day